0: Welcome to the Tech Talks podcast, helping you turn adversity into victory. Whether you're an entrepreneur, corporate professional, or a stay-at-home parent, the Tech Talks podcast provides relevant advice and inspiration as you navigate your career, calling, and daily life. Let's get started with your host, Matt Tech.
1: that you are about to enjoy is a pretty special one. This is one I got to do with my wife, Ashley. See, About four years ago, we decided for Ashley to quit her job at the peak of her career and stay home with our two children. This kind of takes you through the journey, and if you yourself are facing some sort of insurmountable transition in your life, we hope that Our journey can provide you with the tools and resources and just the mentality and mindset to be able to get you through whatever you're about to go through. Sit back and enjoy. Listen, we've got two kids, so during this thing, our kids are acting a little bit of fool. You hear them in the background. My wife actually has to step away to take care of a dirty diaper. I was going to edit it out, but why not? Parents, you know what we're going through. We figured we'd leave it in there and just be as real as we can with you guys. Hope you enjoy this episode. Ashley, how long have we been married?
0: This October, we'll be married ten years.
1: Ten years, a decade. So we, okay, Bubba, go play. Okay, go play. Go play. Like I said, the kids are awake. It just is what it is. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we've been married coming up on ten years this October, and we have two kids. One you just heard that was little Ezekiel. And he is uh, three. He just turned three. Yeah, he, <laughs> he just turned
0: three. You're and
1: kidding. Ziva is gonna be seven here in a couple of months, and she's she's awesome. We wanted to okay. share this with you guys because we've we've talked to a lot of people who have been through a story or been through maybe a major decision. You wanna say hi, Ziva?
0: Hi.
1: Say hi. Hi. That's Ziva. Thank you, baby. We're watching uh, Infinity War in the house to get ready for Endgame tonight, awesome. We made a decision a few years ago, three, a little over three years ago, we felt like we should share our, our experience with you guys because we've talked to a lot of other people who have come upon something pretty similar and it's really had to deal with the haters. We made a decision three years ago for Ashley to stay at home with our kids. And since I didn't really have to deal with the the brunt of the ridicule and resistance and the judgment, I wanted my wife to kind of take you through what was going on in our life at the time and why we made that decision. Wife?
0: So to kind of unpack all that, there's many facets to the reason why we decided to do it. Financially, it was just the best fit for our family. It's what we felt God was saying to us. But the reason we originally started on that journey as while I was pregnant with my son I just had an overwhelming feeling that I needed to be at home with him that you know I know it's not a decision for everyone and if it's not and that's what God's called you to do awesome but for us I always feel like in my life God's just calling me to just kind of jump off that ledge in every area of my life and trust him to catch me and so you know nothing different with this decision I had been in the healthcare career for about 10 years and made a good name for myself and what I was doing And it was really hard to step away from the income that I was, we we depended on. Mm -hmm. But we both had this overwhelming feeling, urge, that I needed to quit my job and be at home. At first, we just thought it was till, you know, they were old enough to go to preschool, kindergarten, that sort of thing. But as time went on, it really morphed into knowing that this was what God had called for our family for this specific time. So our reasoning for doing it kind of Morphed and changed the further we got into obedience and listening to what God wanted us to do with our family, the more I realized there was a, a bigger reason than just saving money for daycare and things like that. And then yeah. God dropped the homeschool bombshell on our lives, so that candy. just oh, what was that? That's the life of being okay. a mom.
1: She's gonna go take care of the poop situation. We I'm have a gonna, potty
0: training for I'm, I'm
1: gonna fill us in. I warned you guys at the beginning, it just says what it is. So at the time, I'll, I'll kind of fill you guys in on this, yeah. this was not an easy decision for us because at the time Ashley was actually the primary breadwinner, I'm admitting that as a man. At that time she was and I had gotten the opportunity to play music in Branson full time and that, that opportunity had now brought me up to the point where I had become the primary breadwinner. And we decided at that time that we would scale back our entire lifestyle and just live off the income that was coming from me to do that. I did I wasn't really met with as much resistance and judgment as my wife was because she 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 was kind of at the pinnacle of her career. She was doing really well for herself and knowing that if we took a step back, if she decided to go back to work, she'd have to start all over from the beginning. And so when she gets done bringing my son back from going poop. We're in the middle of potty training. Sorry, guys. I wanted to have her kind of tell you some of the things that she was met with and why why we didn't let it deter us. And she still stays at home today, three and a half years later. And then we want to tell you guys how you deal with the haters in your life. Because some of you guys are either facing a big decision or you've made a big decision. And you're feeling some heat. You're feeling some resistance. In the book, The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson, he calls them border bullies. And border bullies can be your friends and family that just don't understand. And so we're going to tell you guys how we dealt with it. And hopefully it helps you deal with whatever you're about to go on, whatever journey you're about to go on. But what I'll tell you now is that, man, God's been so faithful. So, okay, good, she's back. I had to clean poop. Ashley. Yes. uh, I was just telling them that you were going to tell... Tell them a little bit about some of the resistance that you were met, some things that you heard from people, some judgment that may have been cast your way whenever you decided to stay home and leave kind of at the height of your career.
0: For sure, I had some major judgment with the people in really the working moms in the industry that I was in that I had thought I had built really great relationships with whenever I had, before I had my son, I was um, talking to them about like, What would it look like if I stayed at home? You know, have you guys ever done this? They all just really gave me a lot of dumbfounded looks. I had a couple people kind of WTF me and let me know that what I was thinking about doing was... The worst possible decision that I could do for myself, for my career, for my family. Why? You know, I actually had one woman say, you know, why would you want to stay home and wash dishes and clean up poop and do all that? You know, you can send your kids to daycare and have a career and fulfill yourself. And they really just looked at being at home with my children. As the worst possible thing I could do and I know that God has put everything on you know your heart to do what you need to do for your family but for me I just knew that I was supposed to quit my job and stay at home and it really hurt my feelings to think the people that I cared about I was being open and vulnerable with them and they really just thought I was making the worst decision of my life. So that was really some of the obstacles. And then family, you know, family didn't really say things like that, but they were concerned for us because, you know, it took both of our incomes to support us. And so when we really got down to the business side of me quitting my job, obviously 100% it was faith in God to provide for us, but I had to get to that point where I was real with myself, and if I knew what God had told me to do, I knew He would provide the means and the way, and it, obviously, the journey that we've had with Matt taking a job, being self-employed in Brainson, and then six months later, after I'd already quit my job, he lost that job, and then we had no income coming in for almost four months. That was really probably, some people could say that was the worst thing that could happen to their family. But now, looking back, we never, what, even if I cleaned someone's house and made 50 bucks, I tithed on that. If I, my parents paid me to sand down and restain their deck, I tithed on that because that was earned income. And because we stayed faithful doing what we knew we were supposed to do, with no matter, it's not the amount that you give God, it's your heart. And so, with being faithful to what we knew we were supposed to do, God blessed us through that and provided, and He really showed us who He was and how good He was yeah. through that time. Yeah. And the provision came from so many different ways, so I just want to encourage you that if you're hoping and believing for something, don't believe for God to do it one specific way because He is a God of unlimited resources and mm-hmm. possibilities and He blessed us from every different direction. So yeah.
1: So one thing that she said that was awesome is if you really have that vision, and you really have that dream, you know, as believers, you know, we believe that God's going to provide a way. And some dear friends recently told us that you have to fall in love with the dream, not the vehicle. Now, a lot of people love their job, but maybe that job is preventing you from actually going out and achieving that dream. Maybe maybe you're in love with things and in love with having a bunch of money but that's preventing you from going out and achieving your dream and what we found out is during that time where I lost my job in Branson and we didn't have any income it would have been very easy for her to just go back to work
0: yeah I actually it would have been,
1: and we considered it actually for a while I
0: actually had an interview with a yes, job that was going to offer me 60 grand with sign-on bonus and I was so close to doing it and the thought of Disobeying what I knew God, that was one of those things where when I got down to it, it just wasn't making a decision to go back to work. It was I knew what God called me to do. And so I knew that not trusting him and going and getting a job was a direct, you know, deliberate disobedience. And I actually physically vomited. After I had gone in for my second interview, I walked out to my car and I was so overwhelmed and so nauseous because I knew I was doing wrong that I threw up in the parking lot. So
1: crazy and we ultimately obviously ended up saying saying no to that. And so we we kept true on that path. We we made sure to look at our dream not the immediate circumstance in front of us. It's the three rules of success, delayed gratification, long-term vision and the power of compounding. See, we could have immediately gratified ourselves by getting that job, fixing the immediate need, but it would have been at the expense of the dream that God had placed especially on her life to be at home with our kids, homeschooling them, bringing them up in the, you know, bringing them up in the word and all that stuff. It would have derailed that whole thing. We would have been doing that for a short amount of time, but you guys know that, you know, some of you guys have jobs where you started 5 years ago because you had to meet a need at that time and now that that need's been met, you're just stuck where you are because you couldn't go anywhere else, right? Delayed gratification. We had to put off having a lot of stuff. We scaled our lifestyle way Way back, man. I mean I mean Dave Ramsey says beans and rice, rice and beans. We were on like a bean, you know?
0: Slicing it in four ways. Slicing
1: it four ways for all four kids, man. But we you know what we made it happen because we had we had a vision, we had a long-term vision, which is the second part of that. And then the power of compounding, doing little things over a long period of time brings big results. And we remained faithful, we gave, right? We still went to church, we prayed, I took any job interview that I could get and I started in a career that paid me way less than I was making in Branson, but then fast forward two and a half years, that's, you know, that income has doubled and has a, it's just proof that God stays faithful through all that. And so she kind of got ahead of of my little notes here a little bit, but. Somebody watching this, right? There's a there's a lot of people that I've seen scroll scroll by, but somebody watching this either now has either starting is either starting to embark on a brand new journey that's very uncomfortable and a lot of people are telling you not to do it. And here's the thing. You also have to survey the people that are giving you that advice. So are true. they are they living the life that you want to have? And you've got to filter it through the script through scripture and what God says about you in the And the dream that god's placed on your life Mm -hmm. you also have to remember the source at which this judgment Mm -hmm. and resistance and condemnation is coming from and it's usually from people that are stuck in what bruce wilkinson calls the land of familiar so if you go pick up the book the dream giver he talks about the land of familiar it's people that are stuck there Mm -hmm. and it's these border bullies that he calls it and it's usually people that you know and love that are keeping you from achieving your dream because you're making them uncomfortable in their familiarity, Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to ask my wife one more thing because, again, during this whole process, she was really the one that was met with a lot of judgment. For those people watching that we just identified, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody that's about to go on a journey that's uncomfortable or maybe they're in the middle of a fight on the journey, right? What would you recommend be like two two things that they take away? So, So talk to them as if they're a believer. And if they're not a believer, because there's probably both, you know, both watching, Sure. what can they do to, to just push through and get through to the other side?
0: Definitely, whether you're a believer or not, I truly believe that when you know what you've been called to do for your life, when you've discovered your purpose, you know, that is, that's an awesome thing. And so whenever, once you know what your true calling and your purpose is, hold on to that with All your might because there are so many people walking around till the day they die that have never been brave enough to seek out and find their true calling and their true purpose. And they are at the end of their lives and they're like, I wish I would have this, I wish I would have that. So if you right now have that in you and you know what God's called you to do, you know what you feel like you're supposed to do, that's all that matters. Don't let anyone deter you from it, make you feel less of of whatever. Because really, at the end of the day, It's your life and it's your responsibility. And God has placed a responsibility on me to be the best person, the best wife, the best mother. And so it really doesn't matter to me what other people think. Obviously, you know, I'm going to consider wise counsel for things. So if I'm getting off the rails in an area, you know, someone's coming to me, I'm going to consider it. I'm going to pray about it. Like Matt said, I'm going to consider the source. Are they coming at me with concern and with love? Or are they coming at me with judgment or pride or jealousy. That's a big you know, issue. Just yeah. consider the source of where that's coming from. But really, sometimes, you know, people have said, you know, it gets lonely at the top. And not that I'm at the top of where I need to be, but, you know, the stay-at-home mom, homeschool mom entrepreneur mom. Um, That's kind of the rare unicorn combination right now because the world has put such a high priority on having things and that things are the most important and that having status in the workplace is most important for a woman and I'm not saying that it's not but for me what I felt that was the most important was being a mom because what if my sole purpose was to instill the values and qualities and To teach my children about God so they could go out and be the next president or an astronaut or the next Billy Graham or the next Dave Ramsey. But if I wasn't um, doing what I needed to do by fulfilling my purpose as a mom for my children, you know, who knows how their life will turn out. So for all of you um, stay at home mamas and daddies that feel like, you know, you don't know if you matter. You don't know if what you're doing is ever going to amount to anything because you know, like we had the beginning of this live. I had to stop what I'm doing to change poopy underpants because my son (laughs) likes to hide in the corner and poop in his pants. Yeah. And some days we go through a dozen pairs of underpants and I'm thinking, Oh my word, when is this ever going to end? Why did I quit my job? And I just have to kind of pull back, get perspective, really start being thankful. You know, a gratitude journal, You know, whether you're a journalist or not, male or female, just writing down the things that you have. And I used to be a really negative person by nature, a very realist, but you know, you can be a realist and have hope. You can be a realist and look through it through the lenses of what God says you have and Mm. who you are, not what the world says. And years ago, I had to get down to the bare basics of thank you God I woke up this morning and I'm breathing. Thank you God that I have a job to go to. I may hate my job, but I have a job to go to. So just, it sounds kind of silly saying it, but I had to get so back to basics of being thankful for the little things. And before too long, my whole perspective and view of my life changed because I was living in a grateful um, attitude with the way that you my know, life was going. That's
1: awesome. So I heard, haters gonna hate, regardless of what you do, right? And then look at the source of who's, mm-hmm. of who's throwing shade your way. Yeah. And then ultimately stay focused. Mm-hmm, for right? sure. So if you heard that, focus on your vision. Focus on your vision. Do it now, right? So we're gonna end this, but we appreciate you guys tuning in. And if you know somebody that can that can appreciate this message, you know, if you wouldn't mind sharing it. And then if you guys need anything, if you need prayer, right, if you need to talk to somebody, shoot us a message. Let us know how we can help you. We've been through a series of events over the last 10 years where really, if you look at those events individually, our marriage really should have been over at that point in time by today's yeah, standards, right? By the right? world
0: standards, for sure. But we've,
1: again, the three things: delayed gratification, long-term vision, power of compounding. Write those on your wall somewhere. Delayed gratification, long-term vision, power of compounding. We had to look at what's, what's the dream, what's the end goal, and then give up, give up some things right now. And you know, Dave Ramsey says it best. He says, you have well. to
0: live like no oh, one yeah, else, right. so later you, you can, can live. live like no one else.
1: Exactly. Yep. So that's. <laughs> That phrase yeah. fits into those three laws of success, delayed gratification, long-term vision, power of compounding. Live like no one else so later you can live and give like no one else. We love you. Take care. Any parting words?
0: Have a great day. Have a great day, guys. This episode of Tech Talks has ended, but be sure to subscribe for upcoming inspiration. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you relevant and actionable content.